Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Calling all detectives. When an old gold watch was lost, the search for it revealed an entire pattern of life and death. That is the situation on this page for my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. When you're a private detective like me, Jerry Browning, you meet plenty of people who borrow trouble. The man who walked into my office was both young and nervous. My name is Bill Moore, Mr. Browning. My grandmother was Letitia Moore. Maybe you read about her. I nodded. Yes, I saw the obituary notices. She must have been a fine person. The youngster smiled. She certainly was. Raised her children all by herself when my grandfather died. Made a career at a time when women thought it improper to work. There isn't any trouble about her estate, is there, Mr. Moore? No, nothing like that. I was her sole heir. She left me a few thousand in cash, the house, and some stock in the factory where she'd worked. The Martin Dress Fabrics plant. I grinned at the youngster. Well, there must be some kind of trouble, or you wouldn't be talking to a private detective. Better tell me about it. Moore took a deep breath. You'll think I'm a sentimental fool, Mr. Browning, but Graham's watch has disappeared. It has no intrinsic value, but it was kind of a symbol. She pawned it many times when the money she earned at Martin's wasn't enough to keep the family going. Did she specifically leave you the watch in her will? Yes, she did. Except that I can't find it. It was just a plain, old-fashioned gold watch Grandfather gave her when they were married. Mr. Browning, I have a feeling that Graham won't rest easy in a grave until I find the watch. And that's what I'd like to hire you for. To bring peace to the dead. When a brave old lady died, her grandson hired me to discover her missing watch. It was quite a search. We went through fragrant, lavender-scented closets and boxes, dug into old chests up in the attic and down in the cellar. We uncovered enough stuff to give a sweet and solid story of the America that was. But no watch. After hours of fruitless digging, I finally snapped the lock on a big gray trunk and turned to my young client. We're going at this all wrong, Bill, but we need a system. Now, suppose we start at scratch, do it all over. Only this time, we catalog as we go. And while we were in the middle of this mess of super house cleaning, we had a visitor. Go right on with what you're doing, gentlemen. I'm Henry Martin, the son of Letitia Moore's old boss. Was passing by, saw the door open. Everyone's welcome at the Moore's. At least that's how it used to be. Bill's face flushed. 
It still goes, Mr. Martin. Only, it's just that Bill's embarked on a sort of sentimental journey, Mr. Martin. Guess he doesn't want to be laughed at. Martin was sympathetic. Nobody'd ever laugh at anything connected with Letitia Moore. A grand old lady. There ever was one. Tell me what you're looking for. Maybe I can help. Letitia's gold watch. Ever see it? A watch? Sure, many times. She was proud of that old turnip. By one day at the factory, she thought she'd lost it. And believe it or not, my dad halted all work at the plant until the watch was found under a bunch of paper patterns that Tish had been working on. Well, the watch is lost again, Mr. Martin. And this time, it seems as though for good. Martin hesitated. It's uh, none of my business, but uh, maybe you shouldn't look too hard. No? Why not? Well, don't get sore, Mr. Moore. It's just that Letitia represented an era that's gone. Let her most prized possession be gone with her. I don't agree with that, Mr. Martin. I decided to step in. Neither do I. That watch represents value and a link with the past. And I intend to do everything possible to locate it. Martin smiled, shrugged. Look for it by all means. I hope you find it. If I were looking for it, I wouldn't overlook the pawn shops. Good day, gentlemen. Bill and I went through the house again, but there was still no watch. Finally, Bill, is there anything to Martin's suggestion of checking pawn shops? You did tell me that your grandmother frequently pawned her watch. That was years ago, Mr. Browning. I told you that she left me some money, a house, and stock in the Martin factory. Why should she need to pawn her watch? I don't know. Martin was being sarcastic, but uh, I think the suggestion is worth acting on. I spent two days making a round of the pawn shops. Then at a little place on Center Street... Yes, I knew Letitia Moore very well. I loaned her money on her watch many, many times. Often more than the watch was worth, because she was a woman of great honor. Would you have any idea what finally became of the watch, Mr. Turin? Of course. She sold it to me. For three dollars. Wait, I'll find the receipt. Never mind, I believe you, Mr. Turin. Why do you suppose she'd sell you her watch that cheaply, then mention in her will that she was leaving it to her grandson? Perhaps I can answer that too, Mr. Browning. She sold it to me, and then asked me to give it back to her, after she was dead. It was a small request. I was glad to do it, for a great lady. I think I understand. And I don't mind adding... You're quite a gent yourself, Mr. Turin. I'm very grateful to you. I didn't report back to Bill Moore. Instead, I got a court order to exhume Letitia Moore's body. A man from the district attorney's office reached inside the coffin, lifted out a dried bouquet and found, carefully tucked away inside it, Letitia Moore's gold watch. A watch Mr. Turin, the pawnbroker, had placed in that bouquet in faithful execution of Letitia's final request. All right, we got the watch. And Mr. Coroner, you take over now. The next day, I drove to the Martin Dress Fabrics plant, and I had with me a doctor and two cops. Henry Martin turned white as we walked into his office. Mr. Martin, this is Dr. Cranton of the coroner's office. We recovered Letitia's watch by exhuming her body. 
And we also made some tests on the body, which determined that she died not of heart disease, but aniline dye poisoning, a type of dye we've traced to this factory. You're under arrest for the murder of Letitia Moore. Martin broke down under questioning. The old girl was too smart to live. We gave her a few shares of stock for her invention of the triple finishing process on silks that made us rich. But she was beginning to get suspicious. And I had to get rid of her before she took any action. And that's all there was to it. Letitia must have suspected she was being slowly poisoned. And in death, as in life, she counted on that gold watch to help her grandson get his rightful heritage. Martin drew a life sentence. Bill Moore is a rich man. And as for Letitia, I think she's resting easier now. Like I said, when you make somebody a pawn in the game of murder, you're living on borrowed time. <laughs> 